Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Final hour of the program, and let's go to Kevin in North Carolina. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. First time caller, long time listener. Well, that is great to hear. I was calling this, uh, wondering if... Legend has been taking cues from Mad Dog Russo with his three things he hates. You know, I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I forgot about that. Uh, entirely possible you're right. And I really enjoyed that Kirk Herbstreit's uh, comments he made about the allegations against him. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, uh, you saying that. And a Nebraska friend myself, too. Well, good. Uh, hopefully, uh, I know Matt Rule, and I think he's uh, capable of turning that thing around. Good to hear from you. Augie is up next in New Orleans. Paul, well, you done done it again. You done run off Miss Pat for like the third time because you're insensitive. You cut her off. You yeah. don't listen to her. And you made up with her, and then after you hung up, you said some things into the mic that you sh- you just knew you were going to get her to call back and yeah. say she's not coming back anymore. Well, you know what, uh, Augie, so, not, to, not, to, not to quote the theme of the day, but Miss Pat and I, we are never, ever, ever getting back together again. How are you going to know now what goes on at those Friday afternoon hen parties? <laughs> you I know, mean, I just, I'm, I'm trying to hang on to the 60s. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not really that eager to find out about the 70s. And then you turn right around and you chastise Dominic's dad for telling a bad joke. Because you know that 12-year-old kid didn't think of that joke on his own, right? I don't know that. Come on, Paul. I give the kid some credit, but I don't think he came up with that joke on his own. Um, But anyway, I mean, um, maybe that was your mitzvah for the day. Teaching a kid a right. Could have been a double mitzvah. It could have been. I think it was the dad. I, I don't think uh, Dominic. Uh, yeah, okay. So let's, let's do this. Let's let's absolve. We are during. We are in in that important time of the year, Mardi Gras. Um, we are. We are. So let's yeah. uh, let's absolve Dominic and blame his dad and say his his dad uh, is the one who needs to uh, serve some penance. Yeah, you know how this all came about, right? The wife was watching TV. She said, Tommy, look what you just got Dominic in trouble. Straighten this out. So yeah, sure by the way, I, I, have met, I have met the parents. Oh, really? Yes. I met the entire Dominic clan in Atlanta oh, for the uh, SEC championship game. So you got to know the dad writes the material. Got to be. But, Paul, yeah, what did you think about Herbie's? It, it almost sounded like a mea culpa, didn't it? 
Now, I, I have already offered an opinion uh, yesterday, okay. which uh, okay. which got a lot okay. of coverage, which I wasn't really looking for. Um, okay. I, what do okay. you think, uh, Augie? You're the you're the noted this barrister. Is what I think. Okay. It sounded to me like he was giving too much of an explanation. He sounded too apologetic when he when supposedly he had nothing to apologize for. He came across as very whiny. It, to me, he was very whiny, and it was almost as though he was going to cry. And you know, you you you, you think he was going? Uh, he was echoing the famous line from Hamlet. Yes, I sure do. Okay. And, and he, he said he wants to be the voice of reason, but he's in an unreasonable world. What does this guy expect? Here's the other thing. Herbie's all over the place, if you haven't noticed, Paul. He's like everywhere. He's even doing pro football now. Yeah. So he thinks he's going to become that much of a public figure, and he's not going to have people attacking just because they may not like the way he looks. I mean, wake up, guy. I can't believe that that was a terrible interview from my viewpoint. That was a horrible interview and a horrible look from his point. Do you think Mad Dog would have responded that way? He'd have been in your face. Yeah, uh, no, Augie, I, I, I felt because I reacted in the moment yesterday without having heard Herb Street's uh, side of the story that tonight he should be allowed to say whatever. I, I, I didn't, I didn't. I, I didn't think this was going to be a deposition. Uh, he, he let me know he was available, and we, we called him. No, I think you, you, were, you absolutely did what I think a friend would do, but I think his response, the way he presented himself, was very weak. I thought it was very weak, and I'm disappointed. I thought Herbie would come out stronger. And do I really think he tried to convince a kid not to go to Georgia? I don't really believe that. But that's not the point of this call. It's that his demeanor on the stand was terrible and he needs to just accept the fact that there are people in the world who are not going to like him just because they don't like him and paul i think you need to make a mea culpa to miss pat right now because we need to know what goes on in those friday afternoon <laughs> i uh thanks paul i am just not going to do that uh, i can't i can't uh, maybe i after the i can i get some therapy but i can't do that keith is up next in fort worth Hey, Paul, I just want to take a quick minute here to uh, sort of, uh, I guess, take exception to what uh, Herb Street had to say there. His explanation of his tampering in the recruitment is completely different than when you see the interview of what the father said online. Uh, Kirk sort of alluded to the guy called him, and when anybody calls, he's just going to say something nice about the coach 90% of the time. Uh, the father uh, says Kirk called him unsolicited. He didn't know Kirk. In fact, he says that three times in his interview. And he says Kirk goes on to tell him what a great, great thing it would be if the son would go and help rebuild Nebraska, and bring Nebraska back. Uh, so, you know, no matter how he wants to spin it, he reached out to the dad and he tried to influence where the kid was going. And, you know, this letting him come on to try to cloud it up, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, reminiscent of Chris Fowler and, uh, you know, his, some of his problems with the SEC and SEC fans. They always want to go back and just try to smooth it over, but they always change the facts and nobody holds them accountable. Put the interview up next to Kurt and bring him on. Let's see what the dad has to say and what he has to say. Okay. Thank you. Uh, 
I guess we could do that if I, if I cared enough about Dylan Raiola and his switch, but uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, Randy is up next in Ohio. Hello, Randy. Hey, Paul. I just have one thing to say. I People don't understand how much good Kirk does for football, and I don't know why they're always getting on him for something that was his opinion, and I just I, – I, it really bothers me. Well, I think uh, I think Kirk Herbstreet uh, has invited some of this uh, on by his interchanges with people on social media. Uh, I, I think what he said tonight is is correct, but uh, he he also uh, went back at Florida State fans. And by the way, I, I mean, I'm I'm a little different. I got a forum every day where I can interact. Uh, I mean, I, I read some terrible things about. From Florida State fans about my position, which was, by the way, identical to Kirk's. He's a lot more prominent and more uh, visible, but I, I really just didn't care if, if people criticized me or my family because uh, I realized they're college football fans who are hyperbolic and emotional, and, and that's and, and of all people for me to come down on fans for screaming and hollering about what, what they're passionate about. Thanks for the call. Cat Daddy, I understand, Cat Daddy, you are uh, on the mend here. Tell us about it. Big ball, you're looking better than ever and sounding better than ever. Yeah, I'll make a long story short. Right before Christmas, I was having problems walking, and I was staggering around having it grab on the walls. And Junior looked at me one day and said, You drinking? I said, No, man. <laughs> I got something wrong with me. Well, I had a hip operation, so I thought it was that. I went and had that checked out. Guy said, no problem, give him 500 milligrams of ibuprofen, send me home. Finally, the third time I went to the doctor, they took me to a nice health care center and had a pinched nerve in the back of my neck. Make a long story short, I lost use of my arms and legs, but I now have recovered them about 80%. So God bless America, I'm up and running. I wanted to call and, and let everybody know I'm still alive because Man, five, a month and a half in the hospital, that's a long time. And I know I don't know that's for true when I get my bill. <laughs> well, if you need any help on that bill, uh, we can help you out. We, we, we got a few callers here who uh, can't allow you to not to be heard from again. Well, I appreciate that, Big Paul. I appreciate everybody. I'm sitting back and... The hospital I was in didn't have y'all on, but I stayed at my daughter's house for about a now what now now a, I'm really upset. That you're the, that's the second hospital I've heard. I mean, you got a hospital in South Carolina that doesn't have this network on. How how crazy is that? Man, they had the Big Ten though, so I checked into that and come to find oh out my most goodness. of the doctors in the hospital they had graduated from the Big Ten, oh moved my. from north, moved down south. You, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was, we, were, we were somewhere this year in the SEC. I, 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 really, I really don't remember where it was. And the hotel we were staying at did not have the SEC network, but they had the Big Ten. And I'll tell you one thing, Cat Daddy. Uh, I'm surprised watching the Big Ten network didn't give you a relapse. <laughs> well, it wasn't the most comfortable thing. I had a lot of watching Matlock. I did a lot of Matlock. Oh. Hey, by the way, Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy, I forget what I just said. I forgot we're now in bed with the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten network is great. Oh, well, I ain't got no problem with them. I just hope we beat their butts. 
Yeah, well, the, the last Big Ten SEC game I was at, it, it, it went the other way. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I-Man is up next. Hey there, Paul. How's it going? Okay. There's a lot of thin feelings out there today, aren't there? Man, are there ever. I mean, you know, this is the way I feel. If you call this program, and I don't care if you've got a good take, bad take, stupid take, I don't care. I don't care what your call is about. Other people are going to call and comment on it. That's the way this show has been for 20 plus years. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly believe 95% of your callers couldn't take the comments that I get, Jim gets, Legend gets, Augie, Squirrel. I mean, it's you got to have a thick skin to participate here and be involved often. And, you know, if you quit, you quit. Leave. Go away. If, if you want to come back tomorrow and call and apologize, I mean, I don't know what happened you know, on Dominic's call. I, I didn't hear it. That's the first time I've said the kid's name because I try to stay away from that. I don't want to be quick. He's an interesting, you know, little guy. And I was almost called him a little fella, but I didn't want to mix him up with Saban. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because there he is talking about Nick Saban, little fella. But, but you know, he, he's, he's coming into his own, and that's the future of this program. Whether it's him or 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 other twelve year olds that turn into twenty two and twenty five year olds, uh, you and I may not be hearing it, but it's a talk show, people. If you can't, if you if you're that thin skinned, don't pick up the phone and call and harass people, because that's what you're doing. You're harassing people with your damn drama, and and uh, you know, I, speaking of drama last night, Paul. I mean, what happened to the to the Crimson Tide? The Auburn Tigers put a can of whoop-ass on them so bad. And and Alabama's a good basketball team, and they've got a good coach. But it's obvious that the Auburn Tigers are – they're the real big. And, and they just put a can of whoop-ass on them that just didn't settle right. I mean, it didn't settle. I mean, there was, there was some push – there was more foul shots in that game than any game I can remember. At least they brought the attention to it. But, I mean, just pure domination. And that, see, that's what's happening up there in Tuscaloosaville. It's falling apart a brick at the time. And we saw several bricks fall off that wall last night. And they're getting real close to Humpty Dumpty. I done told okay. you he's a uh, Hey, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I appreciate your analysis of the basketball game. That's a, fir- that's a first. We, we have a guest waiting, so we'll have to take a break. More to come right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com Paul. 
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to our program after too long of an absence. Alyssa Lang. Alyssa was here every uh, Thursday, I think, during the season. And yeah. now you just... Uh, I just you're, stopped you're getting invited back by, by your producers. I'm I just think kidding. you were supposed to be on uh, <laughs> four weeks ago today and... Some guy decided to retire the day yeah. before. You know, that guy will probably kick me out of every rundown that's ever existed, so it's okay. I, I'll accept that from Coach Saban forever. So uh, <laughs> I, I know I see you on the on basketball. I see you ho- you're a, you're hosting here with the women's uh, the women's uh, games on Sunday and tonight. So yeah. your schedule looks pretty busy. I was going to say I was telling you during the break that even though I've been on the road for men's basketball and studio for men and women, I got to listen to my favorite call I think I've ever heard on this show a couple weeks ago. I was getting ready for the Kentucky South Carolina men's game in Columbia, curling the hair in the hotel room. And I hear that gentleman call into your show trying to set you up with his sister who smokes a lot. And, yeah. you know, like she started listing off all these wonderful part, you know, things about his sister. And I was wondering, and I asked you this, how many wedding proposals or can I set you up with my sisters have you gotten over the years? Well, a lot of, uh, because I'm from Tennessee, a lot of sister proposals. <laughs> not you, my, not my old it, sister. You said it, not me. <laughs> But uh, it, I, I don't know where I, 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 where were all these people? I feel people? like I got Paul speechless yeah, right I now. I mean, I, that one really sounded attractive, <laughs> though, because one thing every every man dreams of is a guy trying to, and and, and he did the, the entire description. Yeah, well, I appreciated that your immediate follow-up was, well, is she rich? Does she yeah, have money? Well, because, you know, if I said that, I'm a gold digger or something. Yeah. But, if you you know, you were thinking about your financial future just in case, you know. Well, that you have to. Because uh, when, when I got married, a, a, a lot of, when I, as I was growing up, uh, you know, there was this stigma in my community that all the young ladies wanted to marry a, a doctor or a lawyer. You know, now, now it's yeah. beyond that. It's, right. It's, it's somebody that has a daily show at ESPN. Radio shows, only or, the biggest radio shows in the country. <laughs> but um, I, 
I ended up, uh, I, I, I was just a nobody growing up, so I, I didn't attract on any of those. And, Which we were also kind of commiserating over that, too. Yeah. Isn't it kind of awesome to be able to sit up here every day and know that all the people who didn't give you the time of day in high school are probably watching you? All the time. Yeah, now? there's only one or two. I'd like to see their face. I mean, Not, most of them are fine. They're but... in my Instagram DMs for from my oh, experience. Really? They're watching your show. I'm trying to get do like you. They have to see I, me I, every this day. This is getting really uh, off track here. <laughs> but do you? Um, I don't. There's most of the, the, the my friends, women, whatever. I mean, I I I maintain the relationship with somehow yeah. afterwards. There, there's always that one or two. Do you know where all these? I mean, you're you know only a couple of generations younger than yeah. me, so you probably have a better idea where some of them are. Like the people I went to high school with. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of them were social media friends from right. when I was in high school to now. I try to get on social media as little as possible these days <laughs> compared to when I was you know 16 years old. But it is funny to go back and see. You know, Paul, I graduated high school. This is going to make some people like roll their eyes and say you're a baby. I graduated high school here in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2011, okay? So I just a couple years ago had our 10-year reunion. Oh I did goodness. not go. There's a Facebook group, though, and they're already planning the 15-year reunion, which is in three years. Yeah. Am I doing my math right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. right. Why are we already planning a 15-year reunion three years from now? I <laughs> doesn't I make never, any sense. I never went to one. I almost went to the 10. Uh, I almost went to maybe... <laughs> 30 or 40, I can't remember which one, but I've never been, and and now I'm not, now, because every time I, I'm around somebody, from somebody will walk up to me and say, hey, I went to college with him, I'm like going, what happened to you? Yeah, you, <laughs> I don't remember you. Um, they, I went to a concert a couple of years ago, and I said to, some, I think it was my wife, I said, why do all these people look so old? He said, because... She said, because they're, they're your age. We're getting old. We're getting <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, that's the, so I just quit going. It is, it is funny because I was, I was telling you before, I was not a popular child growing up. No, and it is funny because I always thought, like, I'm going to go to our reunion and I'm going to look around. I'm going to be like, see, I told you I was going to do, you know, something with my, and now when I realize the reunions on Saturdays and I'm on the sidelines right. of SEC football games that I get to do that from a television. So well, it is kind of like nice. I'll to try to keep this within at. the boundaries of, of, of of, of HR, but yeah, we're really going back down. You, every, you've you've hosted the show a couple of times, yeah, and it's always a little creepy afterwards uh, because there's a certain segment out there that just wants to talk about you. It, you know, I uh, I really enjoyed my few times getting to host the show. It really was fun. I feel like you got more of that than I did. Like in the coming days, the people who were calling you after I hosted I mean, the show, became, uh, I felt bad for you. I was like, Paul, guys, stop calling and, and wearing Paul out about me. He's never going to invite me back. And listen, I, I know creepy. Uh, so <laughs> when, when you start getting the guy that that's my age, oh man, we, I mean, they just overdo it. It's, it's one thing. It's, like, it's better than Alyssa's the opposite. Great. Uh, she's fantastic. Uh, she does a great, but it's, it's just the overreach. I will 100% of the time take that as opposed to the opposite. So I, I love, I'm not going to say I love creep, creepiness. I well, know. I mean, again, you got to remember, <laughs> love my love. view of creepiness is, is a little more uh, jaded. Sure. But the, you did something uh, that forever will be remembered on the show. You brought Jim from Tuscaloosa back after this long hiatus. Yeah, he hadn't He's on hiatus called again, him. Is he? Yeah. Jim, what, what happened? But if you, and, and, Why is he on hiatus and again? I hope that... Uh, this, a couple of things are p coming up this spring that I need to, uh, yeah. hopefully we can get you up here. We'll have to let Jim know when those days are, yeah. and maybe Jim can come on for a little bit of a therapy set. I'm like the third party oh. therapist that he can come you. on and help. I mean, you're, <laughs> Talk through things. 
say. You're Miss America for him. You know what? I'll take or it. Miss Americana. I'll take it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Anytime you need. So before me. you go, can you? Do you have a message for all these guys? We just had a guy that, that, say, that, that just fed up with this Taylor Swift deal. I mean, I, I want. Yeah. I mean, they. And I've tried to defend Taylor Swift. That just gets me in yeah. deeper trouble. So I, I don't consider myself a Swifty. I feel like. If I did, Swift, real Swifties probably would heavily disagree. Like, I can't name albums. I right. can't name. But I love her music, and right. I listen to her music a lot. I just feel like it's sweet. My stance from the beginning to, na- to now has been, how do you not love love? These are two people who are at the top of their professions, who are screaming out to the world how much they love each other. And I just think yeah. that's cute. And I think that if it angers you, you probably have a little bit of jealousy yeah. in there, mixed in there. The other thing I've heard, too from you know football fans who maybe have wives and girlfriends who are Swifties and haven't been football fans or guys who are Swifties and maybe haven't been football fans is that now football has become more of a family thing more young girls are watching it because of the Taylor Swift connection so I don't know how we can't love the fact that more eyeballs are on the game you can relate to why I think they're they're real because you're on the sidelines Mm -hmm. so you, you you see football players in their real element, yeah. not when they're all dolled up on some show. So the idea that Taylor could come down after the championship game and, and go up and hug and kiss, yeah. right, knowing that the guy had just been sweating for four hours, I really was impressed. It is it is a very cool angle. To your point, that's a great point. I hadn't even thought about it that way. One of my favorite things genuinely about doing this job is getting to see coaches and players from a more human element, whether it's the day before the game, right after the game, in an interview moment, or even in a moment on the sidelines where the camera's not on them. And this is one of those life things, right? Who among us doesn't want to be in a relationship where you're so giddy and nothing else matters? And to be able to see somebody like Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest at the position that we'll see in the NFL, experience something like that and be more human, I just don't know how that doesn't make you smile at some point. I'll I'll go back to being who uh, I'm usually. Um, The cynic in me did kind of say, well, listen, she's – biggest entertainer in the world she's aware that 50 million people are watching she sees the or maybe she didn't see the 500 cameras around her yeah could not wait to get to him so I actually heard the only opposing argument the other day that I I could kind of understand and I heard somebody put it like this if you're a longtime NFL fan like I grew up a New York Jets fan my whole family Jets fans you can imagine the excitement we had at the beginning of the season for the 42 seconds we had Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback for the Jets If you're a longtime NFL fan and you see Taylor Swift and the Swifties come in as Kansas City Chiefs fans and they just got here and they're going to the Super Bowl, you just got here. You haven't suffered. You haven't dealt with a team that's bad. Like, I could understand some football fans being like, that's not how this is supposed to work. You've got to actually, you know, like earn the fandom a little bit. I guess I hear you there. Um, but I still think that like, Taylor's not the commentators talking. I wish she constantly. had met Bryce Young and had to suffer through the Carolina Panthers season. Then I would have really... That would have been really different, right? Like if we had been talking about a team that, you know, was not what, Horrible. The, what the Chiefs are, it would have been that a would have very been much different... Cooler. We might have actually liked seeing Taylor yeah. more on TV if you were a fan of a franchise. I don't, think, I don't think anybody would have showed up getting, to support their uh, loved one having to suffer through that season i feel like your loved one would be like just stay home yeah babe don't worry about coming it's it's not going to be worth it <laughs> but like to go brave sub-zero temperatures for a team that could go to the super bowl you got to go to that right 
more of this next week uh, with Alyssa Lang. See you next Thursday. <laughs> with everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Great to have all of you here and appreciate Alyssa coming on. John is in St. Louis. Good afternoon to you, John. How are you? Hey, John. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you? We are doing great. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, Paul, as always, I ask you about, I guess, every two or three calls. Or am, I, am I on long distance or am I live streaming tonight? Yeah, we're, uh, we got your long distance, John, but take your time. We got a watch line now. Paul, I tell you what, I remember watch lines, and it was also a big deal, by the way, with making long distance phone calls. Remember that? Oh, uh, I do remember that. I, I remember when I was in high school, John, I, I, I went to a, an event at somebody's house in Dallas, and they were mm-hmm. really wealthy. Um, and they had a watch line, and we all took turns calling somebody because it was a, it was a free phone call. Yeah, well, Paul, this is kind of a free call tonight, too. Okay, and good. I'm just going to kind of come out and talk about a couple of things tonight. And uh, I guess I'm just going to tell you, Paul, you know, you've had I've watched the show all day today and you've you've had quite an entourage of callers. Yes. And it seems like most of them have been very friendly tonight. Yeah, most, you most, think they, 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 early they callers really, were not. But, yeah, I'd say I would say well, most have been friendly. 
Yeah, very friendly and accommodating to the Paul Feinbaum show. But, Paul, I, I was going to ask you, or, you know, Paul, your your show, quite frankly, Paul, reminds me a lot of uh, one of my great movies of all time. I enjoy I watch it about maybe one or two times a year. Remember the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, yeah, Jack Nicholson, uh, Louise Fletcher. Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, and do you remember Dr. Spivey? Yeah, a little bit. Not, not well. Well, Dr. Spivey was the doctor of the hospital who okay. interv- interviewed uh, Randall Patrick McMurphy when he came in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed this up, by the way. Okay. He interviewed Randall Patrick McMurphy when he came into the hospital and then talked to McMurphy a few times after that. He you remember he had some challenges, but... You know, all I can tell you, Paul, cutting to the chase here with uh, uh, Dr. Spivey's comments to McMurphy is McMurphy would tell Dr. Spivey that, you know, you know, he didn't think uh, things that were happening within the institution were that you guys really shot straight and you don't play with a full deck. And he was referring to Nurse Ratchet. Right. And, Paul, your show reminds me a lot of the activities that occurred within that facility that were put up with, with people like Nurse Ratchet, Paul. And, for example, today, I'm going to keep hammering on it, and you can cut me off. You don't want to hear this, but, Paul... You, 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 your show really likes people who call into your show and are very accommodating and always agree with you. But you don't like callers like me who call in here and question things. And, for example, when we talk about coverage of certain institutions, I'm not going to digress on that today, but they don't agree with the, the, the party line, Paul. You, you discount their input, and you really essentially don't put up with them, okay? And so when there's one person or a few callers that question the authority of Nurse Ratchet, who you are, Paul, then you basically cut them off and move on. And I'm going to tell you right now, Paul, is that you don't play with a fair deck with the callers, Okay. John, thank you. I hope you were able to finish your thought. Well, what do you think about that? Well, I, I, I just I just allowed you uninterrupted to uh, say what you did. I don't know. To me, that's self-explanatory. Okay. But but I appreciate your call, and, and we'll get some other reaction. AJ is next. Oh, John. Let me tell you something, John. Paul, you, you, you're going to say John, uh, Paul over there is not playing with a full deck. Let me tell you something, young man. You're a few sandwiches short of a damn picnic, John. You, 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 you complain when Paul don't even get on here and argue with you. I told you, Paul, he would complain about winning the lottery yesterday. That's not what I want to talk about, Paul. I want to finish my call with dignity here because I got a problem with all these keyboard warriors and their social media 
cesspool park. You know what they do? They get on here on these social media sites and they jump on there and they immediately spit out their opinions because they can get their voice out there now. And you got a good man in Kirk Herbstreet Park. He's a good family man. And they want to give him hell because he simply gives his opinion. And that's a bunch of bull crap. Are you a bunch of lifeless keyboard warriors? What you need to do is this. Keep your damn opinions to yourself. Wake up and smell the damn coffee. Climb out of the damn box. And enjoy your bourbon. And good night. <laughs> Thank you, DJ. Jim is up next. Oh, that, that guy is absolutely, I'm telling you, he's a babbling fool. That jackass AJ is a babbling fool. But I didn't call about that. I wonder if you'll do for for me what you did for John from St. Louis. Uninterrupted while I talk. Yeah, all your, I, I am quiet. Go ahead. Okay, Paul, I'm going to tell you something. I told you before, Herbie is a, is a, is a con man. He's a pretender. He, doesn't, he has no respect for you. I've watched it all through the years, Paul. I told you this before. He'll never say Paul. He'll never call you by your name. He has no respect for you. He has no respect for the SEC. And I'm going to tell you this without a doubt. I know what I'm talking about. Augie nailed it. Keith, while ago, about 20 minutes ago, nailed it. Herbstreit is a phony spin artist. He's, he's nothing but an Ohio State. You know, he brought me, and, 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 and you had to explain to me, to him, that I didn't even say what he thought I said. But he, he's just a loser, Paul. I'm telling you, almost as big a loser as AJ and some other idiots you get on the show. Uh, one thing Legend told me to, told you today is right. The calls are getting worse and worse, and you're losing good calls, and you really lost me because I don't want to call today, but I, I just had to comment about Herb Street. Augie had the best call he's ever had in his life today. He usually holds back as a usually as a keen lawyer would try to do publicly. But today he cut loose and Augie was great. So was Keith. I'm telling you like it is. Thank you for not interrupting me. We are uh, officially out of time for this program. We, we appreciate all of you for uh, being a part of it. Uh, some really interesting guests uh, today. We'll uh, see you right here tomorrow. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast.